dose of discipleship for the BFC family. Our reading today comes from Hebrews 12, verses 1 through 3. And the word of the Lord says this, Therefore, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that's set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. I want to talk to you today about the value of turning your eyes upon Jesus. You know, the old hymn, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, seems to me more and more appropriate for the times we're living through. The world, the flesh, and the devil seem to be working overtime these days to turn the spiritual eyes of believers toward the things of this world and away from our Savior. Satan's greatest tactic to discourage Christians and to render us ineffective is to preoccupy us with the things of this world, even the good things in this world. These verses of Scripture give us the weapon we need to fight against this devilish strategy. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Our enemy wants to turn our eyes to the things of this world, worldly possessions, worldly pleasures, worldly powers. He works hard to get us preoccupied with these things. And though these things aren't necessarily wrong in themselves, they become real obstacles to us when they supplant the place that Jesus should be occupying in our heart. Satan's strategy is so cunning that we often don't realize that we've fallen into his trap. Before we know it, our hearts are chasing the things of this world instead of pursuing Christ. How can we tell if we've fallen into our enemy's trap? A.W. Tozer gave us a great test to diagnose the condition of the heart. Tozer noted that there are certain times in everyone's day in which we can think about anything we want to think about. There are other times when you can't. We have to pay attention to work or conversations with friends or studying our Bibles, for example. But outside of that type of thing, there are multiple times in everyone's day when we can put our minds on whatever we want to. And Tozer's observation was that whatever comes to our mind in such moments and we choose to accept and think about, well, that's the thing that really owns our heart. Before you know it, in our imaginations, we're driving that red Ferrari down the freeway. We're sizzling that 24-ounce ribeye and baking that potato. We're getting all self-righteous about the latest outrage we've just seen on the news. When those things pop into our minds and we choose to give our minds to them, that's what owns our heart, despite all of our protests to the contrary. Satan has hooked us, and he is very slowly reeling us in. So how can we fight back? How do we escape once we've fallen into his trap? Well, here are a few practical suggestions. First, recognize that you're ensnared. Notice how often in the day your mind is going toward the worldly things, and pay attention to how much time you're giving to thinking about those things. The first step 
is to recognize that you've got a problem. Secondly, consciously refuse to cooperate with the enemy of your soul. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. You might literally begin humming that old hymn to yourself, reflecting on its words and their meaning as you hum. Memorize some scripture to bring to mind instead of thinking about your idol. Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, the verses we have before us today, would be a good place to start. Train yourself to immediately begin talking to Jesus in your mind about this problem every time you notice it happening. Ask for his help to defeat the enemy. Commit to memory what the Bible says about Jesus so that you can pull those things out and meditate on them when you're under attack. Don't let Satan have the upper hand in your mind any longer. Cancel the ground you've surrendered to him and turn your eyes upon Jesus. Now, this will be a real struggle for you at first, I can promise you. But as you begin to experience success, you'll notice a curious thing happening in your mind and heart. In the words of that old hymn, you'll notice that the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Break free, dear one, and return to a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Don't let the enemy distract you any longer with mere worldly things. Let's pray. Father, help us to turn our eyes upon Jesus, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us again today. Remember, turn your eyes upon